You're listening to the Finding Unique Value Podcast with Jay Sparks. Hello, this is Jay Sparks, your host of Finding Unique Value, where I interview business leaders that have found unique value in their business or industry that others have not yet seen or explored. I'm really excited today to be joined by Lana Schneider, who is Russian by birth and American by choice. She's the owner of Superior Kin Care and Electrolysis, and she's got a very interesting background. She's certified in clinical oncology aesthetics, and her skincare studio has won multiple awards several years in a row. And she's found a way to combine her medical background along with an artist eye for beauty. And in doing this, I think she's created some value for her clients in a, uh, in a very unique way. So with that, uh, please uh, welcome to the podcast, Lana. It's, uh, it's great to be speaking with someone as, uh, as talented as you today. Thank you so much, Mrs. Sparks. Um, my name is Svetlana Schneider, or Lana, as most of my clients call me. I am the owner of the position and analytologist of my studio, Superior Skin Care Analytologist in Wellesley. I've been in the country for 25 years. I am a registered electrologist and a licensed esthetician with more than 20 years of experience in the area of the skincare industry. I have worked for several dermatologists in the wealthy area and expanded my knowledge attending um, the clients with different skincare conditions. About 10 years ago, um, after a series of certain events in my life, I actually had an opportunity to open my own studio, which I absolutely love right now. This was the best decision that I've ever made, and now I have um, a chance to create memorable experiences with positive results that bring more confidence and success to my clients. That's uh, that's incredible. I have um, many, many questions about what you very casually just went over here. Um, many things you've done. Uh, I, I think a lot of people um, would would be uh, um, uh, thrilled to be able to accomplish, and you've done all of them, and it uh, sounds like you're getting ready to do many, many more things. But um, let me just start with 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 um, with you know starting a business because sounds like you were someone who was um, in the kind of in the business world you were a technician you were very good at at certain things and you know in the kind of in the dermatology field and um, somehow you figured that you could start your own business which a lot of people think about but very few people actually do because it is very very hard as as you found out. How, where did that idea come from? Did that idea come from when you were younger or did just at some point in your medical career you decide, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, be the owner and I want to decide how this, how this business is run? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, actually, all of, over the years that I've been here, I honestly was very comfortable working for somebody else and having all these experiences and learning from amazing people that were surrounding me. Mm-hmm. But then, as I said, um, this opportunity came, um, including some of the, um, well, I am a cancer client, uh, so it kind of worked out the way that I had to step out and take care of my health. But then mm-hmm. this opportunity came for me to um, open my own business, and I've decided that I'm going to go for it. And it's been 10 successful years and many mm-hmm. more to come, and I absolutely love every single second of it. Wow. Well, well, because um, there's there's two points in your life, actually a couple, but the two two in particular you just went over that that um, a lot of people struggle with and and um, have a tough time moving forward on. So first of all, 25 years ago you came to you know United States from a different country, which is which is very difficult, right? And and uh, yeah. you know you became a citizen, and but you also 
left the kind of the employment employee world and became an owner, which is also a very very difficult transition. You've done both of these. Was was either one more challenging, or did did the first one help you with with the second one, or is it all just the same to you? It's just kind of just you just want to keep moving forward and, and getting better. Uh, so all the experiences that I've learned from everybody that all the schooling that I've done, the dermatologists that I had the chance to work with, mm. it was all a lot of learning experience. So when I decided to go on my own, it was absolutely a life-changing experience mm. in a different way. Um, yeah. Everything that I've learned from them, it was kind of one step at a time, definitely didn't get all my clients overnight, um, yeah. but never gave up. The most important is to not to give up and keep moving forward and um, kind of looking at the mm. best picture ever. Mm-hmm. So how did you... Once you made the decision you were going to open up your own, you know, your, your your own business, how did you learn how to structure the business, how to, you know, manage people because you have, you know, people that that, that work with you, right? Um, and you have yes, business processes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that that that's very different than being an employee. So just because Absolutely. you can be a good employee doesn't know you doesn't mean you can manage people, right? So how did you how did you learn that, or or did you did you are you, are you a natural at that? That's something that you didn't uh, you didn't struggle with. Uh, well, believe it or not, I'm actually, I always say I'm a hands-on person. I'm not a boss, but mm. I always, um, I've never stopped learning. Up to this day, I follow very interesting, very important people in the industry. I always take courses. I always, um, if there is a chance for me to fly out of, like, to go to different states for different workshops, mm. uh, do online webinars and different things like that, I always learn. And being a business owner, hands-on business owner, I have so many things that I have to cover. So again, it's always learning, always. And I do have people who, who help me, absolutely. I cannot mm-hmm. do it all by myself. Um, but the best thing is to always invest into yourself and to keep learning, to keep moving forward, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, you said you get, you, you know, you, you, you get help. And again, I don't know any successful person that's done it by themselves, right? You know, just some people are, are smart enough to take advice and some people aren't. I know, um, you know, I, I'm not always smart enough to, to seek out help when I, when I need it. But did you have any mentors that were particularly helpful or people that you could kind of go to over a period of time to help make sure you were, you were doing the right thing or that you could run ideas by? Of course. I have uh, a few so being, let's put it this way, being an electrologist and being an esthetician, I have a few different groups of people that kind of, that we support each other. Being an electrologist, I do belong to an association. There are workshops, there are annual conventions that we go to, and I belong to a few groups that if we need to help each other, we always run ideas of each other, we always ask mm-hmm. questions. And I have my certain people that if I need help, I can always text, I can always reach out. The same with um, aesthetics. Um, I do have two or three very, very important people in my life that I follow um, constantly um, live on Instagram, all the social media, social mm-hmm. um, business events, that if anything comes up, um, those are the people that give the best advice and I continue learning from them. Absolutely. Yeah, who, who are the who are the, the two people that you uh, that you follow? Are they are they friends or are they just people that are in the industry or, or leaders? Definitely in the industry, and yeah. I think a lot of well, most of the aesthetic people should know their names. Uh, the first one is Lori Creed. She's in California. Mm-hmm. The second one is Daniela Weber. She's right. She right now she's in uh, Washington D.C. I believe. So mm-hmm. when these people create their events. If I have a chance, I go. And I go, I see oh. them live, uh, fly out of the state, we go visit them. It's, it's absolutely amazing. 
Mm-hmm. So, what is it about about these two women that that um, um, that resonated with you? What, what, what are they both similar, or they they have different approaches? To what you're doing? They're, they both are hands-on estheticians, uh, but yeah. they also help to. Uh, they're also business coaches, and they also explain mm-hmm. because they know how we work in the room, inside the room. They understand how the business works, and they understand what we have to do to create the best environment for our clients. So they're just, that of mind is very helpful to keep going and to kind of create the business that I want to create for my clients. Sure, sure. So based on what what you learned from them and what you've learned yourself, what do you see as the kind of biggest mistakes that, you know, estheticians make when they're either trying to start the business or, or as they're running their business? Not reaching out to others and to think that they have competition. Uh-huh. We all bring the best of ourselves to other people. There's very, we all bring something unique and different that can help each individual client. And I believe there are people, there's no competition. If anything, I look at hmm. my other estheticians as how I can learn from them or things that I can avoid not to bring to my business. Um, but there's always, I always look, look at it as a learning experience. Hmm. Interesting. Now, do you, do you contact other um, estheticians um, and, and just to, to uh, you know, pick their brain or, or learn from them? Absolutely. Absolutely. I also, luckily enough, I actually work with my sister. Um, uh-huh. Her office is in Brighton, and she's also an esthetician. She's, she's my rock. She does an amazing job. Um, so a lot of times we actually go to this event together, um, uh-huh. or we ask each other questions, we support each other, um, mm-hmm. and we definitely have our community of girls that we can kind of reach out and ask questions. That's great. That's great. So uh, what types of um, questions do do your clients, uh, you know, not ask that, that maybe they should just just switching a little bit. So, if somebody's really going to be able to fully take advantage of of your of your services, are are, are there any things that um, the people um, don't do that they that they should, or questions that they should ask but they but they don't? So a lot of well, let's let's do it a little differently. Um, yeah. One a lot of when sometimes when a new client comes in, they are asking um, how much is your facial. And a lot of times we actually turn it to a different way and we start. So a lot of our facials and a lot of our skincare is very customized because there is no two skins that are the same. There are not two people that are the same. So we turn it in a different position and we ask them a lot of questions and then we customize everything. Um, So what might work for you might not work for your friends or what client, what uh, your friend is using as far as the skincare might not be the same as what you're going to be using. So we never take uh, two clients and treat them the same. It's also Mm -hmm. very, always a very customized approach to every single person that we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, that's great to know because I think that um, your industry is like many others that everyone thinks they know, right? Well, what what to do and and what works. Um, So let me ask you this. It sounds like you have a very varied kind of customer base what is your you know do you have a typical customer or do you serve all sorts of you know male female young old or or is there just a certain type of person that tends to really value what you what you do and how you do it 
Sure, sure, of course. So two different industries, again, that I work for. Um, for my electrology clients, I actually work, uh, there are two different types of clients. So I mm -hmm. work with regular clients who vary from young teenagers. Um, they start getting rid of their unwanted hair um, at a certain age to mm -hmm. any age that we take. I yeah. also, um, I'm very proud to also work with our transgender community. and. Okay. Once they feel comfortable, um, they would pretty much become friends because um, people, my, my electrology clients spent a lot of years with me, believe it or not, especially the transgender clients. And yep. I get them ready from, um, there's some facial work that's being involved that um, they need to get ready for. There's some, I also um, get them ready for their um, different surgeries. And they have to feel very confident and very comfortable with the person that they go to um, because mm -hmm. it gets very, very personal. And a lot of them actually laugh because once they would get to know each other and once they spend a lot of time with me, we talk a lot. And I'm also almost like their therapist. So they're like, they love that they, they're like, have to pay me double for the therapy session. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they're amazing people, absolutely, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I try to be the part of the community. Um, there are different events that I try to go to to support them as much as I can. Yeah, well, that makes sense because if you're taking a customized approach, anybody that has anything out of the ordinary is really going to be able to um, uh, take advantage of, of that flexibility. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, yeah, the average person, it, it, it may not, they may not value it quite. Uh, uh, quite as much. Well, that, that's interesting. And how, I mean, you, you shared with me before we started uh, recording that um, that you're a cancer survivor. And how has that changed your, your, your approach or, or is that something that you are able to draw on when you're, when you're giving some of these, uh, some of these therapies to people? Uh, that was a very um, eye-opening experience, something that, you know, of course you never ask for um, to be sick, but it yeah. happens. Um, and everybody who knows me, they always, they know my personality. Um, it happened. I took care of that. I moved on. I never allowed myself to be sad or mm -hmm. to think that um, something isn't going to work. I always kept moving and always kept working. And actually, I did work through all of my treatments. Mm -hmm. um, and now... Honestly, every day is a beautiful day, even if it's a rainy <laughs> day. It's still a beautiful day. I always yeah, try yeah. to find positive in it. And mm -hmm. of course, I mean, that gave me a chance to work, um, to bring a different, little bit of a different approach to my oncology clients. I am a certified oncology esthetician. Mm -hmm. I think my experience just allows me to understand the depth of what the oncology client is going through besides being an esthetician. So I do, um, I also, uh, I volunteer for the Look Good, Feel Better program. So when I work with the oncology uh, patients, um, I do understand very deeply, and it's very close to my heart, what they're going through. And um, so hopefully some of the advices that I'm allowed to give them, because there's certain things I'm not allowed to talk about certain, let's say, brands. Mm -hmm. But we, I am able to talk from my personal experience. And when they're explaining to what's happening with them, I unfortunately do understand what they're going through. Um, but again, both of my backgrounds allow me to um, give them the best advice that I can. No, that that's great, and, and and it's interesting that you you bring that up because um, all the very successful people that I've they've studied, they've all of them have had some sort of really major obstacle that they'd have to overcome, and um, what you went through in that case was was uh, was is a good example, and you can either use that as a way to 
to propel yourself forward, or you can use that as, as a reason for you not moving forward. And you chose to, as you said, you know, look for the uh, look for the positive. Where did where, where do you think that um, where do you think that came from for you? Because everyone has the ability to do what, what, what you did, but not everyone is able to do it at that time, right? Because it's really really difficult. Uh, dark time uh, for for many people, and and it's hard to to move forward. Is there anything in particular that that was helpful to you, or anything that you told yourself, or somebody told you that was that was helpful? Uh, well, I want to think of myself that I'm a positive person in general, mm-hmm. um, okay. but I also the amazing support of my family and friends. Everybody yeah. was so helpful, and so and I just I just didn't want to be that that person because I was surrounded by um, you know by greatness, and I just wanted to do so much more. And you know, life goes on, um, yep. and as we can see, time is shining today, so it's all beautiful. It's all yeah, good. yeah. No, that, that that's great. I mean, it's a great uh, great example for all of us, right? And also, it um it, it just shows why it's so important to make sure you surround yourself with people that uh, that you love and and that love you, right? Cause Absolutely, you, you, you never know. people. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I did do a little bit of the cleaning, let's say, in my life. So I yeah. only allow positive people in my life right now. Um, I don't allow any negativity. I I did have to um, clean out some of the friendships, but it yeah. is what it is. Um, and yeah. again, I have the best people that surround me right now. No, that's uh, that's fantastic. So. Just switching topics just a little bit. You, you're, you're 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 so many things, <laughs> right? You're you're, <laughs> a, you're 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 a medical professional. You're you're an esthetician. You're a therapist. How do you how do you organize your time? Um, and you're a business owner, right? And and uh, yeah. uh, so how do you organize your time to get everything done? Because that's one of the challenges for business owners is you always feel that um, you can never get to everything because everything is kind of on, on on your shoulders. At least the responsibility. You don't have to do everything, but you you know you. Your job is to make sure everything gets done. Are there any tips or tricks that you use to help you stay focused and organized and not don't let you feel overwhelmed on a on a regular basis? For sure, for sure. Um, I do have to say that as of right now, I do work six days a week. I know it's uh, a yeah. lot, but I actually uh, absolutely love every single second of that. But what I've learned to do is to ask for help. Um, yep. As I said, I do have um, I do have some amazing people that help me to do kind of to keep uh, my background, my website, and my social media running, um, and also I invest in myself. I do allow myself to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. When I go, I really go and I enjoy myself. Um, and yeah. of course, making time to work out, making time to go outside, to being healthy makes a huge difference, and keeping your mind healthy makes your day go so much smoother. No, that, that's also another, um, another common theme, kind of in, investing yourself right like you said you you, know, mm-hmm. you follow some people and listen to what they say but you go to their events and you seek out um, other people even their you know, quote-unquote competition right because there's, there's right, things you can right. you can learn which is uh, which is interesting right not everyone uh, not everyone does that besides the um, you know you know the, the positive attitude which is a which is you know maybe um, you know one of your most uh, valuable assets is there anything else you think that that has helped you be successful building a business when you know, so many others struggle because, you know, probably depending on what numbers you look at, 80 or 90% of the businesses that started when you started are no longer in business, right? So, but you're still there and you're growing and you're, you know, will grow as as much as you want. What, what do you think separates you, Lana? Um, well, I do believe in law of attractions, that's for sure. So never mm-hmm. giving up and always, you know, being, um, being positive and working 
daily on what your goals are. Surrounding my, yourself with positive, uplifting people, that's huge mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, people who help you grow, for sure. Um, and again, investing in yourself. And, you know, there are daily things that you can do just to um, kind of keep your day going, making it brighter and smoother. And you wake up the next day. And I'm always, when I come to my office, honestly, the first thing I do and the last thing I do, I am always thankful to my studio, to my clients, to people who yeah. surround me. When I leave my work, I thank the room for the whole day that I've had, and I'm looking forward to the next day that brings me. Wow, that is, uh, that is really beautiful. <laughs> that, it sounds a lot like um, um, some of the um, Hindu and, and Buddhist practices, right? That we're just now starting starting mm-hmm. to be aware of in, in this country. Um, you know, certainly, gratitude is, I think, is playing a bitter part in people's lives because you can't be grateful and depressed at the same time, right? It's not no, possible to have no. those two thoughts in your head. So that, that, that's very, uh, very smart. Because um, I bet when you, when, when you see some of your clients walk in the door, they're probably not feeling good, right? Uh, there are days and there are days, of course. And, you know, I try to, and a lot of times, I know I'm not at all an energy reader, but when you work so close with people, you almost kind of start noticing um, how they you know, what they look like and how they act when they walk in and especially during the facial. So I always, yeah. you know, there's certain things that I can ask, but if I feel the certain energy, I definitely try to kind of keep to like a minimum or two, like if they're chatty, then I chat. If they want to stay quiet, then I do my best to make them as comfortable as possible and to experience yeah. the best um, that they can. Mm-hmm. No, it's incredible. Well, I, I can see just based on your, uh, your attitude and approach why anyone that walks in the door is uh is is very very happy when they leave right because you obviously provide the service but you also provide many other things that are you know maybe even more important in some ways to some people that you're you're serving um because the uh not only is your attitude important but it's it's contagious right we know now that these yeah, things travel <laughs> through space right and you can impact the people around you so um so that's that, that that's great that is really great. Positive well, touch is very important, and people forget sometimes how important it is to even like simply give somebody a hug. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just you know, just wish a happy happy day, and just kind of smile to people. It's definitely contagious. No, no, that's great. Well, um, I'm sure that the next person that walks in the door is going to be uh, going to be very happy, um, given all the all, all the work that you've uh, that you put into this, and I'm sure that you're training the you know people that you work with too to do the same thing since you're surrounding yourself with, with, with like-minded people, right? That's great. Well, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're some of the things that you're, you're really focused on is, uh, you know, the, the perseverance and not giving up. And, and I like the idea of the fact you don't have any competition because, you know, ultimately what you're selling is yourself and uh, there's yes. only one you, which, which, which is, uh, I think, I, I think a wonderful way. So you're not, um, you're not trying to take, you're just trying to be yourself. And I think that obviously must, must come across, which is why you have all those awards, right? I think that that's... Well, we definitely uh, do the best stuff we can, yes. Yeah, yeah, you must be very uh, very proud of that. And then, you know, looking for the positive and investing in yourself and being being grateful, all those things keep the, uh, you know, keep you in the in the right frame of mind to, to, uh, to offer, uh, you know, an excellent service. And of course, this is on top of the fact that I'm sure technically everything you're doing is... Uh, is exactly what it what it should be, but all these other things are really what uh, what separates you. And, and and the amazing thing, Lana, is that all these other things you mentioned, they're all completely controllable by you, right? It, it's not, Absolutely. yeah, you're, it's not something that that you have that nobody else has. 
Um, so you're also uh, you know a great example for us of what uh, you know what works. Yeah. If somebody listens to this and they say, "Wow, I would I would like to um, I would like to learn more," or or maybe they'd like to you know to make an appointment. What's the best way for people to uh, to get in touch with you, Lana? Oh, thank you. We would love to absolutely see um, as many clients that as we can help. Um, our website is www.superiorskin.net. Mm-hmm. The phone number is 617-913-2373. Uh, we do have Facebook and the social media that runs under the same business name, Superior Skincare. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we would love to see um, anybody and everybody who needs our help. Oh, that's terrific. That's terrific. And uh, uh, thank you again for uh, for taking the time to share your story and, and what you do, Lana. It was, it was fascinating. And I'm sure um, many more people will want to uh, take advantage of what you and your, your colleagues offer. And thank you, everyone thank else, you for so listening. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, thank you to everyone else for uh, listening to Finding Unique Value. And we look forward to sharing our next guest with you soon. Bye for now. The Finding Unique Value podcast is sponsored by Elliott Asset Management. We help successful entrepreneurs create wealth outside of their business. To discover the five ways successful entrepreneurs become intelligent investors and grow wealth beyond their business, visit ElliottM.com slash webinar.